So you're thinking of hiring a virtual assistant to streamline your business and your personal productivity? You've come to the right place. Here are eight tips that you need to think about before hiring your virtual assistant. Hiring a virtual assistant can literally 10x your productivity because you will focus on the tasks that move your business forward and they will focus on the tasks that need to get done, like data entry, research, emails, all this stuff but doesn't provide much value to your business. But in many cases, hiring a virtual assistant isn't the most pleasant experience because you can hire the wrong people that at first interview really well, but then don't fit your requirement and just aren't good enough. But these eight tips will make sure you're in a much better place to hire the perfect virtual assistant for your business. The first thing is clearly identify what you need help with in your business. Don't go into this without any forethought. Make sure you've written on paper what exactly you need help with. And I recommend you do an 80-20 analysis of your business and your workload. So what that basically means is, what is the 20% of your work that is bringing 80% of the benefit to your business or project? So for example, as a podcaster, 20% of the work that I do in actually interviewing people brings 80% of the results. So I want to be focusing on doing that the most, but I don't want to be researching. I don't want to be doing social media work. All of it that is necessary, but that doesn't necessarily move my business or project along as well as I'd like to. So why don't I outsource that to a virtual assistant and make sure that you've written exactly what steps go into each requirement, what you do in that process, write it out very clearly like you're talking to a five-year-old so it's documented and that they can understand it very clearly when you give it over to them. And this analysis will make sure that you're truly giving away the right work for them to do. A second but very important tip is to set your budget before you get started. Now outsourcing sounds great, you give away all the time-consuming tasks that you don't want to do, but do you have the budget for it? Here's what I recommend you do. In tip one, you listed out all the things that you need to outsource. Now assign an hourly value per week to complete those tasks. So for example, if social media work and you're outsourcing social media work takes you two hours per week, assume that it takes a virtual assistant three hours. Now it might not, but they may need some onboarding time to get used to how fast you're doing it. And it's always better to over budget. So assign an hourly value to each task that you want to outsource. Next thing you want to do is add a dollar value against those hours per week. So for example, with your social media, if it takes you three hours per week to complete for a virtual assistant and you're budgeting that, assume a $5 per hour cost. So per week, it'll cost you $15 to outsource social media and do the same thing for all the tasks that you want to outsource. Now, at the end of this, you have a budget per week that it's going to cost you to outsource your items. And if you have the budget, great, move forward. But if you don't have the budget, take some items off of your list that you want to outsource. I recommend doing another 80-20 analysis here to make sure the items that are going to them will be more valuable and then move forward. Okay, so now you know what exactly you need to outsource and what it's gonna cost you to outsource. 
So now it's time to get that job posting up. And the tip is make sure that your job posting is as clear as possible as if you were explaining what you need to get done to a five-year-old. Now, before we get into those tips, I, I recommend using Upwork and posting online there because it's a really easy platform to get started. And I found that I find the best virtual assistants through Upwork, but you can try freelance.com or Fiverr as well. I've heard those work great, but for me, I haven't had the best experiences. Now, when you're posting your job listing, make sure, like I said, it's like you're talking to a five-year-old. List everything out specifically. And the reason why this is so important is you're gonna save so much time by doing this because the number of applications that you'll get to your job will be completely reduced. If you just say digital marketer wanted, thousands of people can apply because there's so many people that fit into that requirement. But if you say research assistant to get podcast guests onto my show, then the number of people that want to do that project are much, much smaller. And that's so much better for you because people who've had experience doing that will apply and you don't have to sort through hundreds of applications. You can just sort through one to two to three that actually fit your requirement. And the major reasons why virtual assistants will filter themselves out is that they need good ratings on the platform to get future jobs. So they don't want to apply for jobs that they will not be successful in because that will affect their future stream of revenues. So again, make sure to be very, very specific with exactly what you want out of a freelancer. Now, the fourth tip is that on all of these platforms, you can also choose to invite people to apply for your job posting. And what you're gonna to wanna to do here is filter out for specific criteria that meets, meets your needs. So for example, you I filter for English level. I wanna make sure that the person who's coming on to apply to my job speaks very good English because that helps in communication and that saves a lot of time. The second thing I wanna make sure is that they are not charging me more than $5 an hour because that's not something I can afford. That doesn't meet my budget, so I'm filtering it out. And the last thing is I filter for location because I'm in India. I prefer that the virtual assistant is on my time zone. But if you're in the US, for example, and you'd rather have someone work while you sleep, then you're gonna to wanna to go to India. But for me, I prefer to be in the same time zone and Indian workers in comparison to the US workers are gonna be relatively cheaper. So again, that fits my budget better. So filter out for English level, the dollar value that you can afford and location. So now you've had people apply to your job posting and you've invited people to apply to your job posting, it's time to interview. And I highly recommend interviewing at least four to five people per requirement. Now, before you even start interviewing, pre-script your questions. And your questions are so, so crucial. Do not ask yes or no questions. For example, if you're looking for somebody to respond to DMs on Instagram and respond to comments on Instagram, don't say, do you have experience with Instagram marketing? They're just gonna say yes, and you get nothing about it. You get nothing from that question. What you want to ask is, can you describe an experience where you've responded to DMs for an influencer in the past, and what worked and what didn't, what created more engagement? They're gonna describe their experience, they're gonna show you their information level and expertise on, speci on specific topics. And based on that, you'll get actual information and you might actually learn. 
because they've done it for so many people in the past, they might actually know much better than you do. And the other thing is that you always want to ask for a sample piece of work. So for example, if it's a content writer, ask them to write out a blog for you or ask them to write out whatever you need done. Or if it is a virtual assistant to help you with social media, ask them to take one day and respond to DMs or respond to comments or create a few posts for you just so that you have an example of what you can use and extrapolate out. If you see that their work on a very small scale is not good, don't move for them. And if you see somebody else on a small scale is doing great work, then, and it's quality, move forward with that person. And my last tip is that it's always a good thing to hire two to three virtual assistants at the start for each requirement and split the hours and budget between the three of them, two to three of them. And the reason why this works so effectively is that at the end of the interview stage, you may be like, I have no clue who's better. I've never even done this before. So the best thing to do is work with them for a week or two see who's actually producing the best work and then once you know after two weeks you will know move all the hours to one person and move forward with that person so if you follow these tips i guarantee you that you'll be in a much better place to hire a virtual assistant for your business that meets and probably even exceeds your expectations for the requirement and let me know in the comment section below if i've missed anything or if you have any questions about hiring a virtual assistant I'll be happy to help. Until the next one, see you later.